0: Welcome back to this week's edition of Talking True Hoops, with your hosts, Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos.
1: Welcome back, everybody, after a uh, little break from Talking True Hoops. We are excited for this week's episode. We are back at
0: UConn, back in the studio. A lot of bags foot. Rob, how do you feel? How you doing? We're, it's nice to be back in the studio, back with you, Nick, face-to-face, in person. In person. Yes. So we're back to talk some uh, some great basketball news, and we'll head right into it. Yeah, we have some heat. Let's start
1: off with the uh, NBA All-Stars. So, you know, initially the reports came out that Kevin Durant was the Western Conference vote leader.
0: Uh, After the, after it was the first, first, first the first, the the first, the first ballot. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta take that, you know, I said, I said, you know, you gotta, I'm just saying as like, as overall, like with the fans, it can always really change because then, you know, you have an extra week of basketball to see, but it, yeah, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant started off.
1: Giannis led the Eastern Conference front court as well, led the Eastern Conference in general. But in the most recent NBA um, releasing of the All Star voting, front runners front and front everyone, runners, and who have the most votes, that um, in the East, LeBron James was well, the vote leader, and of course. in the West, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry were really close to each other.
0: Yeah, Steph Curry edged him out by, I believe, let's see how many like votes a th- exactly, thousand something. 20, 000. by 40,000 it yeah, looks 40, like yeah 40,000 so he just barely beat him out obviously the fans love Steph he's the yeah. little guy you know they look at him as the underdog little guy that gets you know he got the most votes and kind of looked at as the guys who were going head-to-head for the past couple of years and that's where that's where Steph is but uh I mean I thought it would have been really interesting to see Giannis as the as I, the guy because he came out and he was like oh what would you do with your first pick and he's like oh I'd probably get LeBron and then he's like Oh, the reason I'd ask him is, you know, give him a little, uh, try and make him come over in free agency. And LeBron like liked that tweet and like did something. I, I think he quoted it or mentioned it. And that's even just more. You no, know, it's the All Star Game. It really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean squat. But the fact that LeBron would just play these mind games with you well, on Twitter like that.
1: Well, LeBron's social media game is very questionable at times. Yes, it actually, at all times, it's it's just astonishing what he says and what he does.
0: I I don't know, but that was interesting. But looking at some other other guys that are in the top, uh, well, I, the first the first bunch of I I think we'll we'll kind of that that's just kind of looked at as the top guys and who's going to be the captains, and we'll kind of look at the more recent ones. Actually, today when we're recording the podcast is the official last day for you guys to vote. So this will probably go up tomorrow, but you'll probably I don't know if they'll release the exact who who will be the guys that'll be on the All Star team. Um, exact like right after when it's done. But today is the last day of voting. I think it's actually worth a double. So if you know you want to get your favorite player in there, you can do that. But obviously, you mentioned LeBron, Kyrie. So Kyrie is right behind LeBron with the most. And then you got Demar Derozan. And so the the front court or the back court would probably be Kyrie Irving and Demar Derozan for the Eastern Conference. But once again, we have to mention it doesn't even. I, I think it's funny because they posted this on their social media of the difference of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, but this doesn't even matter because they're picking captains, yeah, or they, the fans pick the captains basically with the most votes, and then they're just splitting it up, which I think is so dumb. What? The Pro Bowl did this a couple years ago, and they just went back to NFC, AFC. Yeah. And it's just. I mean, it's the game's a joke in general, but I mean, it's for the fans, but it. The fact that they are splitting, it, they have to split it up like this is kind of dumb.
1: Well, I think they're splitting it up because they want 12 from the West and 12 from the East just to even it out yeah. from a fan perspective maybe. Yeah, because that would be – From a team
0: perspective. Because like, realistically, if they really wanted to do it like we're going to take the best players, there would be a huge gap between the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference because most of the players would come out of the West because that's where more talent is.
1: Yeah, but my my concern here is some of these players do not deserve to be even on the list. Like who? I'll give you a couple examples. So Dwayne Wade does not deserve to be on this list. All right. Jalen Brown, I don't think so. Uh, Tatum, I don't. Tatum and Kansas well, you got to
0: remember, man. Those Boston Celtics fans, they're yeah, it's I, a
1: fans, are, and I think that's I know, the problem. but I'm just
0: coming out. I don't care if you're a Boston Celtics fan. You guys are a very annoying fan base. <laughs> I'm just gonna, and they have been gassing after this year. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum a lot, it's and they think that they're like, you know, they're best not thing ever. Though.
1: The no. fact that Drummond has a hundred. Uh, he, he is below Cantor and Tatum, and even Al Horford. Yeah. Uh, come on, Drummond should be— Well, I'll
0: tell you one thing. I know I've talked a lot of smack about Kristaps Porzingis. He's had a good year, I think, that he deserves, he deserves an, all-star an all-star spot, but I don't believe, realistically, he should be above what Andre Drummond is doing. Yeah, another and one. I, I think it's kind of cool, even though it's kind of questionable. But we're still looking at the East with Joel Embiid, has seven seven hundred 784,000 votes, and he's the third behind Giannis and LeBron in the front court. And I let's see exactly where they are. Dude, on the
1: East Walker is not even on this list. Spencer Dinwiddie's well, not
0: here. Hey, I totally agree with that. Spencer Come Dinwiddie, on. we've been saying this. We've been if you guys follow us on our Twitter, follow us we've at been Talking True Hoops. Him up. We've been gassing Spencer Dinwiddie because he, he re- it. one for one thing, he deserves it on his own and he's basically replacing D'Angelo Russell, who and we said, who we said was gonna be an all star. Yes. But um going back, Andre Drummond or the Sixers. Are twenty and twenty. So I mean, I'd say Joel is the best player on there, and the Eastern Conference is kind of really shaky overall. So if he gets into the All Star game, it's not like a complete rob of like you know robbing yep. these players, but like I think if, at the list. So we'll run down front court for the East. It's like LeBron, Giannis, Joel, Kristaps Porzingis, Kevin Love, Al Horford. Who's had a solid year, but I don't really think he's seen over it. Drummond no way. Yeah, no way. Jason Tatum, Ennis Cantor, which is a joke. <laughs> Even though Cantor's play, been playing really well, but the Knicks suck. Like I've said before, and he, they don't deserve to be on that. That I other than Kristaps is the only one that deserves to be there. Andre Drummond and then Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's played pretty solid. So, but yeah. I mean, the the Hornets are. 17 and 25, so they suck, so you can't really take that. And then the guards, Kyrie, DeMar DeRozan, who's been MVP caliber. Yes, he has. Ben Simmons, who's been probably rookie of the year, and I think that should make the team. So that you can debate whether or not with Joel and, you know, Simmons, with their an average team, if both of them should be on the team. But a, a lot of fans want him in there. Victor Oladipo, I think, has fallen way it. too much in the he fans. And he deserves, really deserves to be I, – because I, the fans obviously picked the starting five and then – Oh. your coaches pick the reserves, Rob, which I think they'll respect what they have there. Rob,
1: another person on this list that should not even be here is Isaiah Thomas. I, yeah. Come on. I,
0: that, that's just because I think LeBron and a couple players For were just, real, as a yeah. joke, they were just tweeting it out, which is, you know, you can look at it as a flaw in the system. You know, you could do it. I know. think there's a huge flaw. I, I say there's a big flaw in what the NBA is doing altogether with this All-Star game. They should just keep it east and west. They're doing way too much. the The dunk contest and the three point the three point contest is still pretty good, but the whole thing is just kind of it's it's a way to get money and everything and and you know you got to respect that from the NBA. They're a business and they got to do that, but it, it's a joke. It, it, it really is, and they're just trying way too much with it.
1: Yeah, since we're on this rant, I think it should be pr- the way they vote for the MVP should be the way they vote for the All Stars through the through social like not social media, but through reporters and all of that, but people associated well, with the NBA.
0: Um, you said it should be. It from should
1: the... be like that for all stars. Just to be... oh, because they'll respect. Yeah. Games. But I,
0: I will be honest with you. A lot of the writers are really dumb. You're an idiot. And they they would not they, put Isaiah Thomas, have... Dwayne Wade would not true, even be on this very, list. Very tr- very true. But...
1: Tobias Harris is having a great year as well. Yeah, he should, he's, he's nowhere because looked... he's not a, he's not a big fan. Of people people don't know his name. And let's let's move on to the West. Yeah, we the West. We got them. Curry. They're
0: deep too. Yeah, they're like we said. If if it ended up being that it was like overall and they didn't have to split it up in East and West, and they did it like, oh, we'll just do the best players and then the captains choose whoever it is, yeah. it'd be like a lot of players from the West. So you got Curry, Harden, Westbrook. Those are usual locks. Clay Thompson. I think – no, I think he's had a good year. Manu Ginobili, which is – Manu's absurd. That's absurd. I mean, he's been playing pretty fun. Like, he's been dunking on people, and he's been playing like he's a little younger. But, like – stop it there. Chris Paul been out way too long. Lonzo yeah, Ball. Think Paul. Lonzo Ball. You know. ob- this is the guards Lillard's obviously. going to get snubbed again. Lillard is going to get snubbed again. I don't believe again. it. It's... Well,
1: actually Lillard's missed a couple games. Napier's been balling better than him. But... Yeah, but well, that's just cause but Lillard, he there. gets but his bucket. Nah, that's, that's,
0: that's, b- that's bs
1: That don't make no sense.
0: That Lillard has been snubbed so many times from the All-Star game, and it's ridiculous. Jimmy Butler, who I think is really – He's balling. He's balling, and he's the best player on the Timberwolves. Don't like – you can't debate Like – he's been playing so well. Carl Anthony Towns, he's a great player. He's a young player. But Carl Anthony Towns is – a one-dimensional player. Jimmy Butler, I've had, like, looking at him as an outsider when he first came with the Bulls, I was kind of like, ah, they're kind of put, they're gassing him a no, bit too much. Good. But he's a good ball player, and I've been watching him a little we bit more this the season. went to the game. The Nets-Wolves went game. Went to the Nets-Wolves game.
1: He, you could, we could see him, like, he's, we were pretty close, so we I think saw had how like, good th- he was. Yeah, he had, like, 30, I think. Yeah,
0: 30 points. He missed the game winner, though, which was kind of disappointing. But... Jimmy Butler, he should be way higher than Devin Booker, who's missed way too many or way too many games. Bad. His team's bad. He's on the list, but you know that's just because they got to get some. Should be in the guard. Lou Williams, the fact that he's not on this guards list is ridiculous. Yep. He had, I think, he had thirty one the other day. The NBA, come on, dude, you, you gotta. In the front court, yeah. we've got. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Kevin Durant, What you
1: expect? Because he's probably KD. Yeah, KD. Anthony Davis, who's balling out. Draymond Green, which, I mean, I don't know, you know, typical Warriors vote.
0: All the Warriors bandwagoners coming out.
1: Cousins, yeah.
0: No, Cousins has been playing really well, although I will say the New Orleans Pelicans have been a disappointment this year. What do you
1: expect? They have no shooters.
0: Yeah, I say the two two, uh, twin towers they like to call them – and they're, like, really good, but the rest of the team they is need just somebody gar- like they are Korver They're six in the Western Conference, so you yeah. can't say they're a disappointment, but what you thought they would be able to do, i know, you think they'd be a little better. Six but. in
1: the West is pretty high for them. I'm yeah. surprised. But Paul George is on there. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard should not be on here. Yeah, he's won way too many games. Here. Carmelo Carm- Carm- Anthony.
0: I don't know. He should, yeah. He should be on. He, he should no, but he's getting votes. Like he's been playing solid. Like yeah, he's okay. all right. Like he's I, more
1: justified than uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kyle, um, Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma should not be above the next two guys in Carl Anthony Towns and LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus
0: Aldridge is a goddamn robbery, highway he robbery. Was, yeah. He should not be that low on the list. He should be. I'll tell you what. Of all the guys that he should be above, Paul George, he should be above Kawhi Leonard. He should be above Carmelo. He should be above Kyle Kuzma, and he should be. Ab- be above cat that's should a be fact above draymond i he should be yeah you should be third on the list i think well i mean i, 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 li- draymond, I like Mon, i like boogie so i do no, just like hold Cousins off there. Too. but yeah no Lamarcus aldridge for all the crap people were giving him for the past years i yes. would be like oh you know he's not that good in san antonio and he shut the haters up for the first half of the season granted granted first half of the season but you got to respect what he's doing yep. and you got to respect how well they've been playing so honestly i think that the it may – I mean, looking at the top vote-getters with Ke- – obviously, LeBron's going to – I there's. I can't see LeBron not being the captain. But I think that the KD – the fact that he's only 40,000 votes behind Steph Curry, he uh, – Rob, this boggles my mind, too. Throw
1: up. Toss-up. LeBron and Giannis have more votes. Even LeBron, Giannis, and Kyrie have more votes than Curry and Durant. Um, and they, I don't I don't know. Know. maybe they're, they're doing maybe
0: they maybe they're doing more. They got some better celebrity friends that are putting out that stuff because that's how you get the votes. You get the retweets. Everything. Giannis
1: and- isn't even like one of those guys too. Like that has those friends in connections how lebron does yeah lebron's he, like chill- lebron's
0: like chilling drinking wine smoking some stogies with uh jay-z and everything so he's like doing that but i mean the all-star game it's like a, drinking it's that a it's Vito. a yeah it's a it's glori- bottle yeah it's a glorified exhibition and it's just you know it's fun to watch just them it's like oh it's a dunk fest that has the has the points go up to like 180 190 points so it's not a really big deal but if in looking, it is important to recognize the best talent of the first half of the season. And I think that if, I'll tell you what, if Victor Oladipo doesn't get in, and let's see who else, and LaMarcus Aldrich, because those guys are probably not going to be in the starting lineup. Those are two guys I mentioned that I think that really should get in. If they don't get in, it's it's a joke. But I, I do believe the coaches that do vote for the reserves will get it correctly and they'll have them in the All-Star game. So that's the All-Star segment. We'll move on to some more topics. Miami Heat, all the people coming in, they're like, Oh, they're, you know, you know, they're not that good. And they're looking at other teams that are ahead of them. They're like, oh, they're off to a slow start. It's like this this happened with the Washington Wizards last year. Like they got off to a really bad start and they're like, Oh, the Wizards are really disappointing. And then they came out and still won fifty games miami heat hitting their stride right now that's what happens when you actually get into january basketball and actually get into like true basketball and it's not just like the hype of the beginning of the season they're sitting in fourth in the eastern conference right now Whiteside is actually playing with consistency in the lineup nick so he's been that's able to good for him play uh and that's why i believe their success has been so they've had the success so and I gotta say, Eric Spolstra is probably the most underrated coach. I used to be like he sucks yeah, and I don't too. think he's that good because of LeBron and everything, but he's had his team playing hard each season with uh the team last year when they lost Wade and then the team that they had with Wade and they won I think they got to the playoffs and uh the years before, so after LeBron left and they've done a great rebuild, you know, maybe that's also part of what Pat Riley did, but yeah, he's he's Miami's playing well.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only question mark is that a lot of their opponents are or not like or aren't that good. The only one that I see on their recent yeah. wins are Toronto, the Bucks, and Detroit. I think they beat the Knicks too. On, yeah, like they a, beat the Knicks by one. Yeah, by, so, no, by four. But they, they hey, beat, man, you got res- to the bu- Bulls, but you know you respect when a team's hot; they're
0: hot, right? Exactly, and I think um, just the fact that they're winning games in the NBA, like there's other teams, like uh, let's see. They have and,
1: they have good depth and just a good team overall. They they do a good job drafting as well.
0: Yeah, and like they're able to, I think they're going to be able to keep pace, and I think they're going to be in that four, five, six spot. And then like you look at the Sixers who got off to a hot start, the Knicks who got off to a hot, hot start, and now they're falling below five hundred, hovering around five hundred. That's I, I like I said before, man. When you get to the new Detroit when you get year to too, you're right. Detroit, when you get to the new year, that's when you know. It separates the men from the boys, and it kind of you see who's really going to be there in uh, in May, and he's going to see who's going to be in the postseason. So Miami's playing really well; they've gotten good contribution from Josh Richardson. He's he's finally coming alive. He's a guy that you should uh, keep your eye on for uh, fantasy purposes. And uh, Wayne Ellington stepped up really well. I think James Johnson was out for a little bit, and now he's playing well. So
1: he got that technical versus Toronto too.
0: You got, you oh suspended. yeah, he's about to—he's about to throw hands with Ibaka. He
1: wasn't throwing anything. Yeah, um, NBA—they're the, all—they're all, they're nah, all talking.
0: We will get on to another f- interesting fight. You, you want to talk about it now? We'll, yeah, we'll we're skip. talking
1: about fights. Let's go. Yeah, Clippers and the
0: Houston Rockets have beef. yesterday long-term beef. long-term. This beef. is from when this the is like because
1: the Clippers beat the Rockets in the playoffs a couple years ago. I yeah, guess.
0: but it's like unnecessary drama because of Chris Paul. So like yesterday in the game. There was like some scuffle. Like I think uh, I think it was like Blake got into it with Chris Paul. And well, because
1: Austin Rivers was yelling. Because it was, was talking Austin Rivers got shut up. Bro. He wasn't like, even playing. Bench, he bro. was wearing a suit and was talking loads of trash from the bench. And then then what's his name went over. I, I forgot. Uh, Trevor. He was talking to Trevor, Trevor Ariza, Ariza. Yeah. And then Blake Griffin comes over and then he says something and then he gets teed up <laughs> and then. It it goes out of hand.
0: And like, then, Blake Griffin eventually like ejected. bumped bumped uh, Mike D'Antoni and like was like talking wild. Mike D'Antoni threw him. an f bomb out there. Yeah, just just some real some stuff you don't want your kids watching on uh, no, some great NBA basketball. Oh, we're talking about like now well, the ni- this is they're nowhere near the nineties. I know, but it's just like David Stern. Oh, we want to clean up the game and make sure this is like you know this is a red flag to For them real. at this point. Honestly, I, obviously. What we want to see in basketball is, you know, pure NBA fans, and we want to see like a little, a little. uh, I like to see this. Yeah, exactly. So, but the real interesting part of the story, let's go, is, I guess Clint Capella after the game, and a couple of the couple of couple of other Houston Rockets, including I believe Trevor Ariza, maybe James Harden was mixed up in there, and Chris Paul. They went over and uh, tried to t- confront Austin no, Rivers face to face. Rob,
1: you got it. Listen, Clint Compella went to confront through the front door, right? Of the locker room. Of the locker room. But Chris Paul. James Harden and Trevor Reza try to go through another entrance that Chris oh. Paul knew from the
0: Staples Center oh, locker room. Oh no way! That's mad yes. funny. So he yes. was he was using his advantage of playing. He was at playing. a decoy. Yeah, and Click it Capel was a decoy. And, and you know the Clippers gave him a nice little ovation, and Chris and Paul yeah, is out there looking video. nice. I you know, think ah,
1: videos to everybody nowadays. It's well, like I mean,
0: good. when your franchise is as bad as the Come Los on. Angeles I say Clippers, Isaiah Thomas
1: got one. He wanted one or whatever. They were going to give him one. Yeah. I Come mean, on. he was
0: special to the city of Boston. That's but why they him. but I, I think this is like the funniest thing that could like. And, and like the league in this story right here, they're like, oh, we really want to clean this up. and yeah, we're gonna. I don't get And it. apparently the police were called. LAPD was called in. That's ridiculous. And if you guys watched the game, uh, the post-game on TNT, it was literally the funniest thing of just Charles and Shaq because laughing the- their asses off. That's
1: gold on Woody. Thank you very much. I, I, I... They're not laughing at you. Uh, no, they're I, laughing
0: at the insult. The <laughs> they don't believe it guys. Guys, Shaq minute, and Charles. Guys wait, wait, I know wait, why you're laughing. Wait, I played in the NBA for 16 years.
1: <laughs> And I've been on the on TV for eighteen years. It's the first time I ever heard police presence. <laughs> they were comparing it to when they were playing. They're like, this is nothing. This
0: is nothing. When they were throwing haymakers at each other. Come there's on. that video that yes. they always show of Charles Charles looking <laughs> throwing With the, the ball at him, <laughs> him and then Shaq yeah. just wailing on him. It's like this is nothing but like it's it, it's nothing but it's something just because you don't see it in the NBA. It's I, and my, I I've always had kind of like a problem with Chris Paul just because they, they're like, Oh, he's such a great point guard. He's just barely is. I think he's just barely going to hit like 16,000 total points. You know, I don't know. I, I've always kind of seen him as like a, a solid player. He'll make the hall of fame because the NBA hall of fame is like, Oh, you know, it's a free ride to Disneyland, you know? Oh, here you go. We'll give you a free ticket. da, 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 da. And, you know, Chris Paul, I have always thought he's just been an overrated point guard that always gets injured, and everyone wants to talk up his defense, which is BS, because there's no real defense being played sure. in the era he played in, and you know, he choked with the Clippers against OKC in that series, and he choked a f- a their 3-1 lead against the Rockets, and then he went over, and I think he, I feel really bad. Doc Rivers, man. And Doc Rivers, That's we got, we got that opinion it. on Doc Rivers, but... I feel really bad for DeAndre Jordan. Not so much for Blake Griffin because he went back, and I kind of think he was in the same mold as yeah, Chris Paul. But back. DeAndre Jordan, they locked him in their house in his house in uh, I don't know. If, I think he lived Dallas. in uh, Dallas. I don't know if he lives in Dallas, but he was looking to go to Dallas. Yeah. I think he. I don't know. He lived somewhere in Texas, and they locked him in his house. Like, oh, you can't leave. Dun Chris Paul's oh, uh, you didn't make a trade for Melo, and you're kind of been pissing me off. Oh, I guess I'll just dip out on you guys and make you fall out of the playoffs. I mean, they're still competitive they're not soft there I mean the Clippers are still seventh in the Western Conference like we saw them as a team that was going to fall out and be in the playoffs so they've they got marched healthy. their way back up because of sweet Lou Williams but I just I'm not a big fan of Chris Paul that's just I, agree. I I always think he I always thought he's been an overrated point guard I think he's been putting the same breath as LeBron which I think is a joke and sure. their their same play and like that banana boat crew and I think it's like obviously I like I like Melo too and like You can't put Melo and Chris Paul in the same breath as Dwayne Wade and LeBron in terms of their resume because, you know, they've won rings. So that's why you got to look at it like that.
1: So uh, one final statement on that, on the topic. Actually, Two, 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 two. Yeah. Um, Austin Rivers goes out on Twitter and was like, how are they blaming me? I wasn't even dressed. I'm like, are you kidding me? You were talking. He thinks he's like the baddest guy in the world. I'm like, go back to Duke. With your father, yeah, and, you hitting the what? game winner hitting against North Carolina, win. where okay. you guys didn't that do was, anything that year. That is the only moment that will define that man's career. He's not going anywhere, and he shouldn't, because he sucks. He is. Yeah, um, he's not a good ball
0: player. I think Doc Rivers is a very overrated coach. Oh, I, I you said it. I think and, he is.
1: And then. Uh, one who so you said you don't like Chris Paul. I mean, I agree. I don't think I think he's very overrated. He shouldn't even be in. The How about uh, are you going to But so then this is i going to
0: mention Patrick Beverly?
1: We'll get there. But <laughs> well, we could get there, but I, yeah. I just want to mention I've put a question out there. So if you look back at Chris Paul's draft class, who who would you take?
0: Darren Williams or Chris Paul? Probably Chris Paul.
1: Okay.
0: Well, I mean, Darren Williams honestly, I think is just he I mean, you as a Nets fan, I'd be like... Well, he
1: fell off. He fell off. Well, he, uh,
0: like, gave up on the city. He's like, oh, I don't like New York anymore. And he's like, I don't know. But, I mean, he played well in Utah, but I'd probably still take Chris Paul over Darren Williams. But I, nonetheless, I think that uh, Chris Paul is just overrated. But it was really funny when... uh, um, Patrick Beverly came out and he's like, uh, "Don't come in here in LA. We're taking it back." You know, saying, soft. dropping some S bombs on there. None so of that he soft was uh, a yeah. yeah, none of that soft stuff. So you know, that was a I don't want to. It was just a weird situation in with the Clippers and Rockets last night, and uh, you know, it is what it is. The NBA is soft now, and you get a li- you get a little taste of whatever you know, a little toughness, I guess. But moving on to another LA team and a little. Drama, once again, caused by the big baller himself, LaVar Ball.
1: I'm undefeated, never lost.
0: LaVar Ball, ball control, you yeah. know, ball control. I mean, he, he's just coming out and talking real uh, smack to, to Luke Walton, saying Luke is basically – you can see that they're not playing for Luke anymore. And uh, Ball from his spa resort in Berstano's. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. But he uh, Lithuania. Lithuania. I don't know. But he was talking about, you know, how Luke Walton has lost the team and he's not the kind of coach that you want coaching uh his his boy. And this is just another example of why LeVar I mean, I think it's funny when he talks. I, I do think he has his funny moments, like when he, you know, talks to the reporters and everything and like he'll say stuff. But I really think more and more the times he opens his mouth and he says stuff like this it's like you're kind of setting up your kids to fail even though he thinks that he's being a good parent and he thinks it doesn't really affect them but it does affect him because realistically like what happens if magic johnson and rob palenka get fed up with lonzo to a point where they're like oh Maybe we can, you know, who knows? Maybe Kyle Kuzma becomes the number one option on that team, which I don't really see. Like, we're fans of Lonzo Ball, and we think he's a good ball player, and he's still playing well. But what happens if it gets to a point where he's really not living up to the expectations in his second or his third year, in his fourth year? And it's kind of like, you know, we don't really want to deal with this. What happens if he goes to another market? Do you really think – because Magic and Rob Blinka have said that – and Genie Buss have said that they've had a strong backbone about LeVar, and they've – Clearly, even though he's been talking all this smack about them, they that they've shown to be able to handle it with professional and handle it with, with some class. But what happens if he goes to another market? What happens if he goes to, I don't know, Dallas Mavericks or goes to the Miami Heat? Are are those teams – is uh, Mark Cuban and uh, Pat Riley going to be able to deal with that? Like he's really just kind of – he's setting his kids up to fail if, of course, it doesn't work out.
1: Well, you know, I'm you know I'm a big baller. Yeah. I'm, I'm big time big baller. Fan. Big baller,
0: ball control. Yes. I'm Stay in your lane.
1: I I respect Lavar for what he's doing. And I personally think that he should not speak out about the coach. That is a
0: big time mistake on his part. Even though I kind of agree with him that I don't think that Luke Walton I think Luke Walton would play on or coach that team in Golden State with four all stars. Yes.
1: Luke Walton and he might, that's not, my point he about might not Steve be a Curry good too. coach, but you can't talk about you can't talk about the coach like that publicly and come out even privately. Like who who is Lavar Ball to judge another man's job like that?
0: Not e- only that about basketball. Have you yes. seen his highlight tape? Lavar Ball right, cannot right, ball. All right, all right, I'm right. just saying.
1: Yes, but you
0: know <laughs> his, rec lot of league, talk, his rec, rec talk, league, his rec
1: league talk, blah blah. But that's fine. He shouldn't be talking about that. But I don't think the Lakers will get fed up with him because. We know Lonzo. This is a pro Lonzo podcast. We love Lonzo Ball. I think, and I think, good. I think if he figures out his shooting and stuff, he's very dominant.
0: Yeah, I I agree. He uh, he's got to fi- figure out that shooting form, but also we got to mention, even yeah. though we're a uh, NBA, and we're gonna jump into some college a little later on. We'll give you a little a little taste of that later in it's the hoops, in the podcast. Rob. It's it's talking true hoops. So. <clears throat> We'll talk about Lamelo and LiAngelo. They had a they they their first game. They did solid. I think LiAngelo and Lamelo both had like maybe around sixteen or eighteen, and then like each each each, and then they had like a good amount of assists. And then they didn't play the next game a lot. And then last yesterday, how many points did they have? I believe twenty
1: one, and then twenty nine. Yeah, they combined for like so points.
0: that's a it's pretty good. But they're playing in Lithuania with a bunch of ball players that look like they've also came out of high school, not in. United States and you know don't want to talk you know bad about another country but I think it's safe to say that the United States produces better ball players and if you go over and play against them you're gonna play much better because obviously you know with Chino Hills and all, and where they've played in AAU, it's much better talent, and they've gone up against better better players. And I mean, <laughs> do you see the arena that they play in; it's like it's something. They got the big baller uh, sticker so, on the floor and everything. Yeah,
1: because uh, Lavar sponsors everything
0: and stuff. Yeah, but not bad by him. I,
1: I disagree with you about saying competition wise. Cause why? I think Lamelo playing in high school isn't the competition. Isn't as great mm-hmm. as Lithuania. I don't think so. I think it's gonna make uh, them better because why? it's – because if you if you look at the just Euro-
0: because they have the label of being professional ball players no, doesn't mean that it's they're. It's not the
1: label. I think that if you look at it like European FIBA rules, it's it's different than the NBA rules, and I feel like it'll help him. It'll benefit him. So when he elects to go into the draft, because it makes Which you. Which he's more- not it- going to get drafted. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes,
0: he is. How? He's good. Lamelo Ball is not uh, Dude, he's 16. He's years old. lazy. He's a lazy ball. Have we seen his defensive highlights cuz right, he can't yeah, play he defense? Yeah, not have defensive
1: highlights, but that you could teach. You can't teach scoring. <sighs> can't teach scoring. He's got a knack for scoring. He's got a knack,
0: for, he, bro. Dude, you can't. Can we both All right, before we continue with this, can we both agree LeAngelo is not going to play in the NBA?
1: No, nah, he might. He might get a bid. I like LeAngelo. I think he's a good shooter. Hey, he's I the take the shooter.
0: All right. Just because uh we're a UConn podcast. There's guys out there like uh, Ryan Boatwright or you know DeAndre Daniels or any of these other guys that I'd take over. You know a, a guy like Leangelo Ball that have proved that they're good ball players in college. This guy just dropped out and then goes over to Lithuania. Like there's other ball players that I'd much rather have than Leangelo. I don't think there's. N- I think there's no shot he gets drafted in especially the first round and neither the second round.
1: Well, in my opinion, I think it was a big mistake for LiAngelo to even go overseas. Oh, yeah, Lomelo, for I for c- sure. Lamello, he should have – he. well, he wasn't playing in high school because his father pulled him out because yeah. he disagreed with the coaching staff that, that they hired. But – LiAngelo should have stayed at UCLA and just waited for the suspension to finish because that would have probably been his best chance to get drafted.
0: Yeah, that but was dumb by LeVar. I, be was, was I would
1: not be surprised if you see Leangelo in the Lakers uniform just as a, just a not practice player undrafted just to get into the training camp, see what he does. Maybe he'll play summer league. That's yeah, the best idea. Summer league, yes, I could see That's that. That's the best idea. But, but LaMelo, LaMelo, I think, is a first-round pick. I, Easy.
0: First round pick, easy. First round pick, dude. You would, would you
1: rather take like a random, not not random, but like just somebody that you know the potential. But high. is the, the Lithuanian
0: league like okay? There's like players that like when like Frank Nilakina got drafted. Like obviously he played in the French league, but like isn't that league you're talking about like the FIBA? They're not playing in a good league though. Like Lithuania, who who comes out of there? I don't know. Exactly. Lithuanian, like, like <laughs> Yeah, maybe Valencia. I don't even think. Like, they played for the – I just don't see LaMelo. Like, well, I may, okay, he's still – He two what years it, left Would he still. be a junior or is he technically a sophomore? No, he's going to be a junior,
1: I think. 16 years old, he's going to be 17. Yeah, he's a junior.
0: Okay, so he still has time to continue, but the thing – his jump shot is solid. He gets to the hole okay. I don't think he can play physical. He's going to have to – you see his bench press video? No, My man's got to get a little yeah, well, bit stronger. Well, that's
1: why he's young. He's getting, he's developing, man.
0: Uh, he's developing. He's developing. All right, whatever. I just don't think, I don't think he's going to get drafted. And I think, and Reggie Miller, I believe, said it best. I, he came out, I think he was on another radio show or podcast, and he was like, LeVar is setting him up to fail. I think Leangelo and LaMelo have slim to no chance at getting into the NBA, which I completely agree with. Because of what Lavar's is doing, I think if now if I think Lamelo continued at Chino Hills and was playing there and showed showed out against like guys like Zion Williamson and those players, I think that I would probably agree with you that he could possibly go in the first round and go he's to top UCLA.
1: Ten top ten. If he stayed at Chino Hills, he would have been top. 10. All right. Ten. Yeah, but, but in Lithuania, dude, he's no. the number two point guard in his class, beside behind Cole Anthony. He's the number two point guard.
0: He's garbage. All right. He's garbage. All right. Whatever. Moving on. Yo, Lamelo, come through.
1: Break Rob's ankles so you can be the truth, all right? <laughs> hey, he ain't buying that big nah, ball. Nah, He's I'm, not a big baller. No. You're a
0: small baller. I was I was I was on the big baller brand, but now I'm kind of falling off, yes. whatever. Whatever, man. All did right, you, moving on to Nick's segment. You want to start with this one? You want you, to start? Did you, you
1: see the uh, the um, the the customer service for the big baller brand? Their somebody, shoes? Somebody was complaining, and their response was, You're a small baller. Oh my god. Come
0: on. I never right, we're gonna have to find that sound bite. <laughs> Come on. All right. Do you want to start with our Let's go. Uh, regular fantasy stud and bum. All right, we're moving on. All right, here's Nick with this week's fantasy studs and bums.
1: Let's start it off. Stud. We got a couple backcourt point guards. Young, we got the Providence man, Chris Dunn.
0: At a CT. Not UConn. No, Connecticut. No, yeah, he's from he's from Connecticut. Connecticut. he's from yeah. Connecticut. He's from Connecticut. I went Providence.
1: To, got to throw that out there. Okay. Averaged 16 points and 8 assists, 5 rebounds, and 2 steals in the last 15 games. He is a stud. And the Chicago Bulls have been balling. Mm-hmm. Let's move on, though, to the next uh, point guard, Alfred Payton. A guy that I... Possibly on the trade block. Yeah, possibly a guy that I have slept on. And I have mentioned that. I do not like his game. But he's been averaging 18-8-5 eight and, and one steal in the past seven. Oh, shook like a shock for me yeah. from Orlando Magic to see that. Rob, you have anything to add about these two guys?
0: I mean, they're both point- – I definitely uh, Chris Dunn has been playing really, really well for Chicago, and they've been rolling. And Alfred Payton, he's on the trade debt block, so his numbers possibly could go down if he moves to another team. That's possibly a contender, a better team, and not you know pad stats on a terrible team like the Orlando Magic. But yeah, those are those are solid picks there.
1: Yeah, so let's go to the bombs, disappointments so far in the year. We have a couple front court guys opposing the backcourt studs, small forwards. We have Tahirian
0: Prince. I think it's Torion Prince. Okay, isn't it? I mis- I'm just saying it. I misread, I misread his saying. name. I'm just, I'm Prince. just saying Prince. I was very high on this guy. I I'm know I have saying. him
1: on my fantasy team. That is terrible, but. In at 31 minutes of game, at 31 minutes of play in a terrible, on a terrible Atlanta Hawks team, he is averaging 13 points and 5.5 rebounds. I Come on, man. Yeah. Get your shot going. Get some more rebounds. You're playing 30 minutes on the
0: Hawks. You need something else. We're talking about the Hawks. Yeah, we're talking about the Hawks. Atlanta. I need to see more from the this ATL. Kid, who's the
1: second year man. And then we have a veteran in Trevor Ariza who has been a, the reason why he's on here, he's averaging 12 Trevor Reza
0: should uh, think about working on his game instead of throwing yes. those hands. Yeah, he
1: wants to throw hands. But 13 points and 5 rebounds in 36 minutes. In 36 minutes. Come on. I Rough. Know, he's taking 2.73s per game. I could I see him. He needs to bump those numbers up because he's a shooter. Uh, when James Harden comes back, maybe his stats go up. But he's been a bum so far. Come on, Trevor Reza. Get back on track.
0: All right, and now that was the studs and bums of the week. Now we're going to introduce a new segment because we're inching closer. We're talking true hoops, as we mentioned. We're hoops. We're not just strictly the NBA. So we're going to start introducing some college basketball atmosphere to the to the program. So obviously we're inching closer to March, and we'll have a little college basketball because obviously we have an incoming class that will be coming into the NBA that we need to talk about for, for the draft, and they'll be showcasing you know them during the March Madness. So we're going to start – with a new segment that Nick's going to take away called Big Man on Campus. Here comes something a little bit different. Taking a peek at the college game with Nick Paravalos and his big man on campus.
1: Yeah, so this is a hoops podcast, and we love all types of hoops, whether you're playing in your backyard. Lithuania. you're, You're playing in Lithuania. You're playing in China. You're playing in the Philippines. You're playing in Indiana on a farm like Larry Bird, Larry did, Bird shooting right? shooting on the dirt shooting court on the dirt court we love hoops and we will talk about it so we have to expand our horizon and talk about the collegiate game yes i have a real passion for college basketball lately so <laughs> big man on campus what does it mean well the new segment it's you know big man person, on campus a person it's a person one person a week from the college game that has st- that stood out that's the big man on campus. Everybody wants to see him. Everybody wants to t- take a picture with him. Everybody wants his autograph. Everybody wants Everyone his, wants to watch his jersey. Game. Yeah. And, and he hypes up the school. He gets the school going, get that school pride.
0: Which this guy has especially done this lately. This guy
1: has done lately. And we have to recognize Trey Young from the Oklahoma Sooners has been balling out, setting records left and right. For Big 12 basketball, for college basketball, Is period. he the next Steph Curry? Steph Curry. I mean, I bashed him <laughs> up when you wanted him with the Knicks. But he's been the truth lately, averaging 30-10 and 10 all year. The mm-hmm. man could ball. The man has took down He's got teams. some serious games. He's took down ranked teams above him. He's taken down Texas Tech. He's taken down TCU twice. Yeah, he lost to West Virginia. That's a hiccup in the game, but Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, well, no, I, I misread the score. Yeah, continue. Sorry.
1: Oklahoma. No, no, no. It's okay. Oklahoma balling out.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Because of him. Look at his past numbers, man. Forty-three against TCU, twenty-seven against Texas Tech, twenty-nine against West Virginia, twenty-seven against Oklahoma State, and again against TCU, he had thirty-nine. Dude's an absolute monster. For his NBA draft stock, it has gone Top through ten. the roof. And I, I can't help but like kind of like before I was like, okay, it's a little hesitant on the Steph Curry comparisons, man, but this dude, pick. but this dude can ball and on Oklahoma, which isn't, you know, typically like you know, obviously they had a, like Blake Griffin and they haven't really been Buddy heeled but Buddy Heeled. They really haven't uh, since Buddy Heeled, which was about what two is it, a year or two year two or two years, ago. Yep. They haven't really had that kind of uh, star power, really, and like Buddy Hill was a good player, but he wasn't putting up these numbers. And the thing is, he's putting up
1: numbers against teams that are good because the Big Twelve basketball is so deep; it's not even yeah. funny. Because he'll play teams, Kansas, uh, um, well, you know, te- West Virginia, Texas is good with Mo Bamba. They yeah. got the, It's such a deep league. It's the best one this time, this um, this year. Big Twelve is probably top they'll get the most probably teams inside the March Madness yeah and and if you look
0: at it like how you said he's beating ranked teams TCU is at number 10 when they when they played him in the first time and then they beat him and then they went down to 16 the next time they played him then Texas Tech is at number eight West Virginia at number six he's playing against good schools coached by good Bobby Huggins coach in West Virginia playing against good coaches good teams and and he's he's putting up these numbers and you can't help but just you know look at him and be like wow like this kid's really good you got to look at him in the draft and you know keep an eye on him and possibly possibly top five probably top 10 so he, he's a real good player there
1: yeah so he is the big man on campus the, the big first man, ever big, big man, man ma- on campus. first
0: ever big man on campus and uh that's what we'll leave it there it'll we'll have more studs and bums and big men on campus and more topics to come up next week and that's this week's episode of the talking true hoops podcast once again, thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Twitter and uh, Instagram at Talking True Hoops. Thank you once again for listening to the podcast. We will see you next week. Be sure to join Rob and Nick for the next Talking True Hoops podcast.